What time is it? It's fucking hit a time. How do I know that? And why don't you know that? Well, I'm going to tell you. Because today's episode is brought to you by worldofwatches.com. World of Watches offers top quality brand name watches at a steals price. You're going to get that hitter at between 53 and 99% off. That means if the watch is $100, you're going to get $99 off. That's right, 99%. No matter what the occasion, World of Watches has the style you need. They have men's watches. They have women's watches. And oh yeah, they have those hitter accessories you look for. Sunglasses and handbags that finish up that crispy professional look that you've been trying for since you graduated college. Use promo code WOWSHIP. That's W. O-W-S-H-I-P to get free shipping on your entire order. World of Watches, styles for every to-do. The beat nuts and the flow is too. Niggas come up a little bit and they go get new. I ain't changed and everybody know this dude. I mean, I got a lot better and my doges grew. Let me get them saying chill, trip, bro, it's cool. Animal, I belong in the Oakland Zoo. So it's true. Young boy swag is ridiculous. You ain't need to have a camera just to picture it, but hey. C-A-E from the key till I can't breathe. I take trees and make paper like recycle. I hide in Eiffel, fly in Michael. You couldn't walk a mile of my J's though. I'm still connected to the street like a payphone. The money keep calling like your bitch. And every time it do, I answer like this. Hello, it's me. I'll tell you what, that is a fucking jam, man. I love it, and I love that it mentions Pittsburgh. It's local. Big shout out, Zay. We welcome you to More About Nothing. I am your host at Real Mr. Mohawk on Twitter. My co-host at More About Evan. Uh, Ev, how uh, how was your week, buddy? You know what's great about having an Asian wife that I was thinking about the other day? What's that? So. I have full-blown yellow fever, and I love checking out other Asian women that I see around. Yeah. And I can always check them out, and I have a reasonable excuse because they all kind of look the same. So anytime I'm checking one out, I can just be like, hey, you know, I, I, I thought she had some qualities that were, you know, reminiscent of yours, and I enjoy that, so... Or I could just straight up be like, yeah, I thought it was you. Sorry. <laughs> the other day we were in CVS, just me and the old wife ski. Yeah. And she has this coat. It's like got the fucking fake fur around the hood. And there was another Asian girl of similar similar stature in CVS. And I like turned around. I was like looking at shit on the shelf. She was off in the makeup aisle or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn back around, see this other Asian girl like bent down like looking at the bottom shelf like on the other side of the aisle right and she's got the same like fur fucking hood oh, wow. and i thought it was my wife yeah and then i like realized it wasn't 
because the coat was a different color, but like I still kind of like, you know, was gazing from afar. Right. And then Jenny came around the corner and like freaked out. And I was like, I thought it was fucking you. It looked exactly like you from behind. So what's new? Um, nothing, man. We're, uh, we're coming in hot with, uh, with the new hardware. Love it. Love the setup. Super professional. It now. finally sounds like things are working. Finally. We don't have to one and two in anymore. We don't have to like rig up two USB mics. We don't have to do all the bullshit. Got the board working everything working um happy about that really really big interview uh this episode huge yeah huge huge looking forward to that um how about had, them uh, Steelers? by the way I had steeler nation on justin stopped by to talk a little bit of uh dude pittsburgh's going Steelers. to the fucking super bowl in 2019 2019 2019 super bowl here we come uh what is what are we on episode nine who knows? Episode seven. Episode seven. It is Friday, January nineteenth. Boom. Episode seven. We've come a long way because our first episode was the fucking Wednesday before Thanksgiving, on the twenty second. Isn't that crazy to think about? Yeah, dude, it has been a while. Yeah, and I feel, dude, that episode was real bad too. Terrible. <laughs> Damn. So for everyone that is tuning in from uh, Steeler Nation, we guys appreciate you stopping by. The uh, The interview will be at the end of the episode. So if uh, if you need to scroll by all of our bullshit, now yeah. if you don't want to listen to us, just fu- just to fucking start doing move that. on. We're, move along. We're uh, we're going to hop right into it here. So I wanted to start with um, the Harvey Weinstein uh, the double slap. So he's leaving or going into a bar. A drunk patron in this bar is leaving, and he double slaps Harvey Weinstein what? across the face. Yeah, we the old double slap, like the four. You're talking about the forehand, forehand and back and backhand. Yeah, all in one. Yeah, motion. So we're recording this so again as on to the... turn his face in one direction and then the other. Oh yeah. So who is claiming to have double slapped Harvey Weinstein? Because it sounds no, like no one's claiming. It was just like people brought it up and it was a big thing on. It sounds like something that would media. happen in a Harvey Weinstein produced movie. Which, by the way, I didn't even fucking know who Harvey Weinstein was. Dude, I didn't even know that the Weinstein company existed until this dude like got <laughs> called out for. But here's the thing. You always see those fucking screens before a movie. And so I watch movies all the time with with the old wife ski who I mentioned wife-ski. earlier. Who's Asian? So I always go back and watch movies because it's fun to like, you know, show her new American movies. Right. But I didn't even know who Harvey Weinstein was before this. All this shit happened, and a lot of his movies are pretty good. Like it's kind of like I kind of like chuckle a little bit when I see the old Weinstein logo before a movie that's coming on. Right. Because it's like, oh, you're not going to see that again. Well, the best part about it was, so he does all this absolute dog shit that he did for the past however many years. His brother comes out and, you know, he kind of has to, like, make that comment. Hey, you know, I don't condone this, blah, 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 makes this big statement. And then he gets accused of pretty much the same thing. (laughs) Oh, really? Oh, yeah, the Weinstein Company's in the shitter. (sighs) I have the article right here. My so man, someone gave him the old double slap. My man dead ass gave Harvey Weinstein a backhanded slap on TNZ. 
Yeah, so there there is a DMZ video for it. Got it on video. Don't 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 do that, man. Don't do oh, that. Oh oh yeah, he double back do him. Double back him. Fucking with those women. Get the fuck out of here. Get your fucking ass out of here. Oh wow, yeah. Shit. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, I gotta see this. First of all, why? What the fuck is Harvey Weinstein wearing? What, like the just the T-shirt? Is it a T? It looks like a fucking. What are those called? The um, the crew neck. What's he doing? No, he's in the gray. Yeah. Is that a crew neck? Oh no, it's a T-shirt. Oh, he gave him the double. The double. There was just the double backhand. And then he, and then Weinstein kind of stumbles after that. I just don't think he knows what to do. He's fucking so lost. that's it. That's his buddy. The bald guy is the buddy, and he's trying to like make sure that the camera doesn't see Weinstein getting slapped. Hold on, dude. That's like uh, that's like what Charlie Murphy says, dude. Weinstein is the fucking ugliest dude ever. He is not good looking. He is the fucking captain of the fucking ugly squad. Hold on, you remember that that Charlie Murphy bit? Um, Charlie Murphy. R.I.P. in peace, Charlie Murphy. But he's like, first of all. You don't slap a man. Okay? I mean, even when slapping was fashionable, it, you know, they did it in Paris, the guy would come up, I challenge you to a dude. They would have a gunfight after that. You had somebody had to go. Yeah. And Weinstein one, one he had to go. to go. He's yeah. done. They have they have to pull out guns and do That's the, rock the bottom steps. for him. Because he went from like banging well, he went from raping women. Yeah, yeah. Let me not make hard, it sound hard art. Let me not make it sound like he's a hero, but he went from like all that shit aside, you know, the the head well, honcho I mean, of a huge production company, hot shit huge, in Hollywood, huge production company, to, to getting slapped, to getting slapped by a fucking waiter at a Chipotle. <laughs> that that is what it looked like. That's funny. <laughs> I don't Holy, think that was Chipotle. No, probably not. It looked like he just got out of the fucking gym in that video, though. He he looks so gross. He's a he's a piece of shit. Speaking of... He just looks like a piece of shit. He looks like someone I would have fucking beat the shit out of in high school. <laughs> See, this is why you need bullying in high school. You can't get rid of bullying right? because people like fucking Harvey Weinstein don't fucking get put in their place. Bullying adds character. Yeah. Like, if I didn't know anything about Harvey Weinstein and I fucking run into him in traffic or he cuts me off, like, I'm going to fucking freak out <laughs> on that guy. You know? He needs to yeah. be put in his place. Needs no one ever did that place. because we have this anti-bullying thing going on you know and he just fucking ends up being a terrible person see what this is pure conjecture no. i have no idea what happened in his this life is, this is what happens millennials they they're up in arms about bullying and see what happens um tell your kids to bully other kids and definitely hit your kids yeah definitely um speaking of some controversy in the world of uh celebrities so there were I, I don't even want to call them allegations, but there has been news of um, Stormy Daniels. Stormy. And, uh, and Donald Trump coming out this week. So she she released this 5,500-word, basically manifesto, pretty much, with, uh, with In Touch. And it was detailing, I believe it was 2006, her relationship. What the fuck is In Touch, first of all? Yeah, I have no idea. Because nothing says In Touch like fucking... Stormy Daniels' five thousand word manifesto about in touch weekly Ben Roethlisberger and Donald Trump. I can't like why was Ben in that? Did Ben sleep with her? Was that the part? I honestly I just I didn't read the whole thing. I someone saw the highlighted the one part today, literally today, and this is like a three day old story. 
Um, today in our group chat, someone highlighted them being able to get Ben Roethlisberger into it. Well, they said that they. Well, like, she said that reason? Ben. She said that Ben walked her all the way to her ho- hotel room. Yeah, but th- it, did it specifically say that? And they then the slept very together? next question is like, after you slept with him, or why did you sleep with him, or something? I forget what the question was. So were they re- referencing Ben Roethlisberger slept with Stormy Daniels? The article I basically read an article on the article that. Stormy Daniels detailed her relationship with Donald Trump in a 5,500-word essay within Touch Weekly on basically that he was cheating on Melania in 2006. I'm I'm sure that there was an understanding in that marriage. I have no fucking idea, man. I have no idea. This is what the news media has turned into. you got to read an article of an article. Someone texts you. Man, everyone knows this from the last episodes. I don't read shit. Someone texts. Someone. This is how news media works nowadays. (laughs) Somebody will text you three sentences from an article about another article about a porn star who fucked the president. (laughs) That's what fucking 2018 has brought us. Well, even better than the actual story. So I'm perusing through Twitter Mm -hmm. and after the story comes out and there was uh, I I don't even know who tweeted it but it was like uh, shout out to everyone that is uh, googling Stormy Daniels in their 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 cubicle cubicle at work (laughs) (laughs) she's a porn star boss is gonna come out of the office like what the fuck why is everyone googling porn stars yeah the IT department's like losing uh, their minds why are we getting all these um, flags on the network here (laughs) that happened to me once what's that I was Googling the old uh, porn at, porno at work on accident. On accident? Yeah. How do you accidentally Google porno? I was trying to look up. At work. <laughs> I was trying to look up something. I've never thought that I would ever have to ask someone that question. How do you accidentally look <clears throat> or search a porn at work? I don't know. I was trying to look up some something, and I like, some mistyped something. something. Essentially, that's what went down. Uh, all right. Fair I ended enough. up searching Greek whores, which isn't <laughs> even a fucking genre of porn <laughs> that I would necessarily be <laughs> interested in. I was trying to look up something about, gr- like, Greece because we were doing, like— well, they spell a bunch of shit weird, so, you know, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt here. Whatever. What, did anything happen? Did someone, like, approach you? Uh, I don't know, but, like, a bunch of images of Greek whores came up. <laughs> <laughs> well, then— <laughs> That's a pretty niche genre, too. I mean, it wasn't even like... It was like half a page of Google results. After we're done with this podcast, I'm going to go look up Greek horse. <laughs> <laughs> to see... What, I mean, what would that even entail? I don't know. I got, I try I'm going to get out of there as quick as I could. For science, I'll uh, I'll check it out. Yeah. Um, but no, speaking of Trump, so this was the first time that he was in the news. The second time, there's a video of basically a bunch of reporters screaming at him. Oh, he tells CNN's Jim, Jim Acosta. Jim Acosta, get out. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I want him to come in from everywhere. Everywhere. Thank you very much, Thank everybody. You, What's he talking about? Immigration. Immigration. After his fucking idiotic comment about shithole countries and, like, why can't we get more immigrants from Norway? Wait, he... <laughs> I just love Trump. Hold on. He he said, uh, why are we accepting all these immigrants from shithole countries like, and then I think he named two African countries. Like, why aren't we getting any from Norway? Norway. Like. Right. Edgy. 
I want them to come in from everywhere. Just Caucasian or white. And the point, out. the point cracks me up. Like, what do you do in that situation if you're caught? Like, dude, you just got bitched. Out. I don't know. Caucasian or white countries, sir, or do you want people to come in from other parts of the world where there are people of color? <laughs> he just says, oh, the look, the look on Acosta's face. He just goes <laughs> and turns around and leaves. Gr great radio there. But uh, what an awesome clip. Like, he just got bitched. What do you do? You just leave. Donald, baby. You got How about it. his fucking fake news awards? That didn't even happen? He, like, tweeted a link to a fucking broken, broken website. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Uh, does, does he just do shit like... I think he does so shit on purpose I anymore. feel like he has to. Like, he just, like, fucks shit up, like, on purpose just to be like, yeah, you know, I got to, like... Now, this is what beat Hillary Clinton. Me fucking tweeting out a fake link about a well, bullshit fake news. And then imagine, awards. like, Hillary Clinton, oh, I wonder why no one's buying my book. Yeah, you lost to this fucking <laughs> idiot! <laughs> she's idiot! She's wondering why nobody's buying her book. Why, why won't anyone ask me about how to win a presidential election? Because you lost to Donald fucking Trump. Jesus Christ. You idiot. Look at what you did. I can't believe that our, our options were Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. In September, there was a poll that came out. There was a 97% chance that Hillary Clinton was going to That's win. That's bullshit, though. Those polls are bullshit. Yeah, but still, I mean... Those polls are bullshit. That's how you know, that's how you knew, like that's how you know CNN was fake news. In, in July, June or July, I think, was when everyone was like, oh, shit, like, this isn't necessarily super funny anymore well he's, he's actually going in well when the grabber by the pussy video came out oh, that was when everybody was, was like this wild. is the end for well, that trump. was that was the funniest thing like donald trump was basically dan balzerian in you know 15 20 years ago right right and well like a much less in shape well yeah but he also had way more money yeah yeah but like dan balzerian now i all right i shouldn't flat out compare the two because i'm sure that bowserian doesn't <laughs> sexually assault or allegedly sexually assault who did trump allegedly sexually assault dude there's so many people coming out in the last 12 months 18 months miss america pageant winners contestants all that like there's so many so many but bowserian exclusively hangs out with like instagram Models. prostitutes yeah yeah prostitutes so, I mean, it's kind of like, know what they're in for. Here's like $100,000 to come stay on my boat for, you know, a week. Right. In Italy, allegedly. Here's here's a good question. Yeah. So in Las Vegas, which I'm pretty sure is where Bill Zarian lives. Yep. Or he at least has some of his residents there. Prostitution's legal outside of the, um, I'm sorry. Did I say Las Vegas? I meant Nevada. Yeah. Nevada prostitution is legal outside Correct. of Las Vegas Correct. County or whatever yeah. it is. So and if, I've, I've heard stories that it's very um, like lowly policed prostitution. And I don't know. I think it's more like they'll pick you up if they're trying to make a quota, but they won't like they'll give you an overnight. And you know, so say I don't know the prostitution laws in Italy, but say that just for the sake of this question, it's sake of the argument. It's illegal. OK. What is the law on if Dan Bilzerian solicits a prostitute in Nevada, but then they don't actually perform the act or exchange any money until they're on his boat 
in Italy. I never even really thought that much into it. I think he's just like, hey, want to come hang out for a weekend and fuck, and I'll like pay for everything and give you a couple bucks? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's... I don't even think he really has to pay for anything. Probably not. Or, I, mean, I mean, I don't think he has to give her any money. I mean, dude, he owns everything. Yeah. He, he basically does cool shit, shoots cool guns, fucks cool chicks, you know? He is like the ultimate fucking do you, badass. Do you think... Allegations come out against him in the coming years? See, this is such a weird thing because it seems to me like, with the exception of Donald Trump, like, these allegations are coming out against people who are fucking, like, they project how great guys they are and they're always like... Right. You know, like, oh, like like uh, Aziz Ansari. Yep. He's Mr. Like, I'm with her, time's up, or whatever the fuck it is. And then it's like, dude, you are just as big a piece of shit as everyone else. And now there's so many people in the Me Too movement that are basically bashing this woman that came out. Like, is that really sexual assault? That's, uh, that's just, it's just such a fucked up world we live in. I think we just need to get it all out in the open and just everyone just fucking admit to all the sexual assaults you've ever done. Well, in uh, in California, it sounds like at a lot of um, at a lot of collegiate institutions, they're basically handing out condoms and consent forms. (laughs) Consent forms. So so Dave Chappelle's skit about the consent form. Yeah, is actually actually a real thing now. Comedic genius. Yep. But um, he predicted the future. Kind of a, a throwback segue. So speaking of islands and uh, and Trump, what's uh, what's your take on this fucking missile crisis ordeal in Hawaii? In Hawaii? Yeah. Can you imagine having been there? I saw a video of a gentleman taking on his iPhone, retired guy. He's on the golf course, and he's like, hey, I just got this. Uh, <laughs> this this missile, missile alert. I texted my family, and, you know, I've been golfing. All my life, and Looks I'm like retired, I'm and I'm golfing, so I'm just, uh, I'm just gonna keep playing. And if I go, then I go. Fuck it, I'd play two balls. I wouldn't yeah. fix any of my marks. <laughs> I'd drive up on the greens. I love this guy. Not to keep coming back to Donald Trump, but have you seen the video of him at his own golf course where he just fucking drives the golf cart over the green? Over the green, he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do at your own golf course, though? I, I would probably not drive over the green just because, yeah. like. Other people fucking play there, yeah, but he's, you know he's whatever. Prob- he's probably like, as soon as he gets to the next tee box, like, hey, send the crew out, on right? Like the seventh green, the crew I, has I, to follow I, him. I fucked it up. It's like fuck. We gotta <laughs> fucking recut the whole green, re-roll it. Change- we gotta move it five feet over to the left because you fucking put track marks in it. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I saw someone in Hawaii though that, um, like, the fucking warning went off and they were in like a restaurant at a buffet and yeah. everyone ran out of the restaurant and he was just like. Well, open buffet. Yeah, he was like, all right, well, I guess I don't have to wait in line for the fucking carving <laughs> station anymore. <laughs> He's like carving his own prime rib. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's two things that, like, I, I want to talk about this in, like, a serious aspect and then, like, a, I don't want to say a ha-ha aspect, but, I mean, basically it came out that the excuse for this happening was someone hit the wrong button. Right. Then... There's people that came out and said that there's a series of buttons. It didn't get cleared up for 38 minutes. So for 38 minutes, for all of 38 was in minutes, a panic. They're in a panic for someone just hitting the wrong button. Well, dude, and what was it? It was like a cell phone alert? Yeah. But, dude, if I hit the wrong button on something, 
if I'm looking up Greek whores at my office, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm going to be able to click out of that pretty fucking quick. Yeah. It's not going to take me 38 minutes to realize I fucked up. Mm-hmm. Why 38 minutes? Then, if there's a series, which it's, I, I would imagine that there's a series of combinations of buttons where... Like I can't just it's not just like press the yellow right. or like the red button. Hit this and then hit this and then clearance code. Well, and here's then the this. thing too. Like what was it? Fucking ten years ago. Like not people didn't have <clears throat> smartphones ten years ago. Right. So why the fuck is there all of a sudden this system where one person can fucking press a button and send half the country into a panic? Right. What is? Why do we need that? Why can't we just have traditional fucking news sources telling us that shit's going to go down? Why do I? Why do you need to fucking directly text my phone and tell me I'm going to die? I mean, I, I understand it from that standpoint, but I, I just, don't like it. I think that if missiles are launched, I'm going to fucking hear it one way or another. Right. I don't need to get a text message about it. So missiles. Launched. I get enough fucking text messages. You know what I mean? <laughs> what do you do, What do you do with your last 38 minutes there? <sighs> missiles launched. I'm in M- Hawaii. Missiles launched. You're in Hawaii. Damn, dude, that would be fucking tough. Probably. I mean, if I'm by myself or if I'm with my wife, you know, there's two different right, options right, right, to go right. with there. I can appreciate both of those. I would definitely get as fucked up as possible. But I was thinking about that. But, I mean, you, you literally have to hammer down, like, seven shots of whiskey in yeah, a matter yeah, of, you like, could two do that. minutes. You could do that. Here's the thing that's funny. What if you're at work and you hate your fucking job and all of a sudden, like, the missile crisis happens and, and you, you just, just drop like, a big fuck you to everybody <laughs> you just go to the boss and you're like this is how i'm gonna fucking die in this office with you you fucking piece of shit and start you motherfuckers out. and then leave. And then, like the next day no not, not, not even in. 38 minutes later <laughs> you're, you're hap- walking back into the office you're, you're not even three blocks fucking away <laughs> it took you 20 minutes on this rant you go out you're elated <laughs> You're like, fuck it, I hope the missiles come just to kill all you assholes. <laughs> you say the worst shit ever. Could you imagine? You're like, hey, Bob, I slept with your wife at the holiday party last year. <laughs> and then 38 minutes later, you come back in the office and you're like, uh, so uh, how about those uh, receivables on the uh, Smith account? You pull a Costanza. <laughs> you just come in like nothing happened. Yeah. Costanza, like are happened. you still here? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I I really don't know what I would do. Getting drunk seems like the logical thing. Maybe getting one last uh, one last nut. That's yeah. definitely on there. But I mean, you don't really know until <laughs> like it's like so many people always say like, oh, if if I had a gun in my face, I would do that. Like, dude, you don't know fucking shit unless you know. have a gun pointed, a loaded gun pointed at your face by someone you don't know. You don't know what the fuck right. you're gonna do. So. I would like to think that. Well, what were all these people like running around for? Like, where the fuck are you going to run to? A missile's going to hit Hawaii. A nuclear missile. Yeah, is it's like, hit where are you going to run to? Where's your fallout shelter in fucking Hawaii? Well, th- people were running to like basements. Like, did you not see Nagasaki? Yeah, you're going to die no matter what. Yeah, just you're fucking, done. Just, just booze it up and say fuck your boss and just move <laughs> along. I, I really want to think that this is like a stay woke that it definitely was an actual bomb but then it you just, think so oh yeah had to have been you think it was a real i think it there was a real threat yeah and they're just trying to cover it up cover it up dude conspiracy theory has to be conspiracy theory you don't Steve. hit the, you don't hit the wrong fucking button 
This is the thing, though. This is what gets back to what I'm get, was getting back to earlier. Why is there just a fucking cell phone system that fucking sends out these alerts? Like that shit could be used by anyone. There's no check on that. It's not like if a fucking real nuclear missile was launched, shit has to go through the actual media where it's like right. we're gonna interrupt this programming on your TV and we're gonna blare the fucking bomb sirens outside. It's like a fucking text message. I get a fucking text message sometimes from wh whoever saying like Amber Alert, some little kid is fucking missing in Mount Oliver. And but I'm yeah, like, all but right, dude, but we like, live who in the a, fuck sent that. Out? We live in a fucking. Who decides who gets to send that shit out? We live in a society where we have our phone in our hands one hundred percent of the time, unless my boss is asking. Then I never have my phone in my hand, <laughs> which is why I don't answer. Fuck but, but you know fuck. what I mean? Don't like, fucking text me if fucking they launch the nukes. I don't want to fucking get a text message. Stay super woke. North Korea. Call me. You can call me. North Korea hacked. Sony? No. Whoever sends that text message says oh. that there's a missile up. And then. Well, did they say it was from North Korea? Or did they just say it's a missile? Honestly, there, were, there missile were so many fucking stupid conspiracy theories that I was seeing on, on all these genius Twitter machine accounts. I don't fucking know. But, um, all right, so speaking of bombs, Vikings win. Oh, my God. In the last minute, or excuse me, last play, Stephon Diggs. First of all, Case Keenum, this guy's living his best life right now. Yep. Second, have you seen the slow-mo, like, field view of, I don't know the guy that missed the tackle. I forget his name. Was it even close? I don't know what he was trying to do. Wasn't was even close. What was he trying to do? Well, he's trying to tackle him in bounds so the clock would run out. But still, he catches that on, like, what, the 35, 40? I just don't understand what how trying to tackle him in bounds justifies the effort that he put into well, that tackle. He he whiffs. He basically and then there's threw, another one. He basically threw his body. He, might, he looked like he closed his eyes. Probably did. Yeah. But... I don't know. That's one of those plays where it's like it's like um that fucking guy from the Red Sox who let the ground ball go through his legs. Oh yeah. That's like that that's on that level, man. Well yeah, I mean they they have to kill this guy, right? I'm pretty sure he's already dead. Mm. RIP in peace. Well, all right, let's go to the uh Steeler Nation interview. This interview is brought to you by Fisticuffs Beard Oil and Mustache Wax. Guys, whether you're growing out the beard for the winter months or you have it year-round, Fisticuffs has the products you need. You need to go to GraveBeforeShave.com. They have beard oils, conditioners, waxes, and balms, all at an affordable price with high-end quality. They have tattoo healing balms along with some great, great gear. Go to GraveBeforeShave.com. Use promo code MOHAWK. That's promo code MOHAWK, M-O-H-A-W-K, at checkout for 10% off your entire order. Promo code MOHAWK at GraveBeforeShave.com for 10% off your entire order. And, guys, they're going to give you free shipping. Free shipping and 10% off. Go get your stuff, GraveBeforeShave.com. All right, now uh, we welcome on Steeler Nation, at Steeler Nation on Twitter, uh, at least one half of Steeler Nation, 
Uh, Justin, thank you for uh, for joining us today. How are you, buddy? Good, man. How are you doing? Uh, can't complain. Another day in the life of uh, a broken-hearted Steelers Yinzer fan. Um, wanted to bring you on today to talk a little bit about um, the Jaguars' loss going into Patriots week uh, for the Steelers when we originally talked, but uh, obviously that wasn't the case. Uh, but the Steelers did lose in just such awful fashion that um, that I did want to get you on to talk about some stuff. Uh, first, what uh, what did you think about the first half um, performance from the Steelers, and then how they turned it around in the second half? I mean, what what was the uh, the score going into the third quarter? Was it twenty twenty eight to seven or twenty eight three? 28 to 14. To 14, okay. And that was a little better. Like uh like I said before we got started, I didn't get to uh catch too much of the uh the first half. But what what were your thoughts from uh first half versus second half? I think it was basically it was the first quarter versus the rest of the game cuz 21 nothing after the first quarter. Uh couldn't do anything on offense, couldn't do anything on defense. Ben throws an interception at the at our own 18-yard line. Uh they quickly scored on that. You had to answer something before they did. You know, you can't go behind twenty-one nothing. I don't think I wasn't scared when it was twenty-one nothing. But you know, it's twenty-one nothing. Yeah, they finally score. It's definitely not a defense then. that you want to get twenty-one nothing on because that you know they they do no. have a, a very very good secondary. Yeah, I mean, no one thought that Ben was going to go out and throw for four hundred and sixty-nine yards and five touchdowns against the Jaguars. But I didn't certainly didn't think they were out of it when it was 21 nothing. then it was 21-7. You know, then we get the ball back. We can make it a seven-point game before halftime, and the fumble return for a touchdown happens. You know, luckily we were able to score again before halftime, and we get the ball after halftime, 28-21. to And then, you know, they give up that deep pass, I think, to Cole, and uh, he makes a 35-21. Uh, the defense looked bad the whole entire game that that never changed i think just the offense getting behind the eight ball in the first quarter and not being able to move the ball not being able to convert on third down uh you know then you go for it on fourth down and don't get it right you know, those things that just came around to bite you in the end as far as all right so you brought up the uh the fourth down um one of the the main points that um that i took from the game when you're two and four and you're going for it four times on fourth down. Now, still, 50% is still a good conversion rate, in my opinion. But when you have to go for it on fourth down like that, um, becomes pretty problematic. How how do you think that Tomlin handled some of the fourth down calls um, in those situations? I think everybody in America and in the stadium was go, you know, cheering to go for it the first first time they had to right at that point uh you know you're already way behind it was fourth and one i don't think anybody in the stadium expected it to be a toss sweep <laughs> um you know you lose five yards uh, put roosevelt nicks in the game hand it off to bell let him run behind right uh your 60 million dollar line uh there was no excuse i didn't i thought that was an awful play call by todd haley tomlin you know for, for agreeing to it i guess uh, you know, I, I think that was the fourth down that Ben let them 
end up calling timeout after 12 seconds. Yeah. Uh, and they they only had 10 guys on the field. They should have run the play earlier. They should have hurried up and run the play when the Jaguars were having confusion. Right. That, and, the, and, and Ben, when he scored the two touchdowns on the other fourth downs, those were miracles. Like, that yeah. doesn't, you yeah. know, it was perfectly placed ball, amazing catches on both their, on everybody's part. But, I mean, if they don't convert those, those are 35-plus yard touchdown passes on fourth down. If they don't convert those, it's a, it's a blowout. Right. And especially with uh, the garbage touchdown at the end. So that's almost yeah, a 21-point swing of, you know, having it at least somewhat close. Now, I, I still don't think that the score was very um, a very good indicator of how bad uh, the Steelers' defense got beaten and how the offense uh, was pretty much put on the ropes the whole game. But um, when, when the Jaguars are converting their third downs the way that they were, I think that, you know, it's just problematic for – you know, both offense and defense. Um, speaking of uh, Todd Haley uh, and some of his play calling, when you are taking, like you said, 35-yard shots downfield on fourth down, um, opposed to, you know, some other things, uh, what uh, what does Haley have coming up here this offseason? Do you think that he sticks around, or does he have to go? Uh, I, I, if I was a betting man, I would say that he – will not return. I mean, he, they have to give him a contract anyways. Same with Butler. But I don't see Haley coming back. I I don't think Ben wants him back, no matter what he says to the media. Right. You can look at different points in the last six years where he's you know, had tongue-in-cheek comments about Haley without actually naming him. Uh, it, with Haley, I don't think it's as – the offense is good. You know, they were ranked third in the league. Right. Um, so I don't think the offense is bad, but I think that the players you have mask some of the problems, and then some of the problems with his play calling and terrible. He has a, a a knack for making the wrong decision at the very worst time, and it just amplifies everything. Like the sweep toss, you know, we just talked about the bell on the fourth down one. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't call that there, if you go up the middle, you know, it doesn't get crucified as much probably. Well, you like like you said, it. when when you have uh, one of the best offensive lines, arguably the best offensive line in the league, arguably the best uh, receiver in the league, arguably the best running back in the league, and a Hall of Fame quarterback. I mean, you you should be putting up 42 points. You should be doing these things, but just losing in such uh, tragic fashion, it's, it's just mind-blowing that there isn't more uh, more discipline on offense and more discipline on defense as well. So, I mean, that, that brings me to my next question. If um, Haley, I mean, I think that's a no brainer personally, but um, if Haley goes, what's, what's the situation with Tomlin and especially the situation with Tomlin when Ben says that he wants to come back for at least another three years. Now I, I have to take that with a grain of salt with, you know, given his, his track record, on comments to the media before thinking about retirement and this and that. Now, I I still think that he has a couple good years left in him, but if he does decide to come back for three years, do you go and get rid of a a head coach that has been with them for uh, how many years now? No. No, there's not any chance that Tom wants going anywhere. 
Yeah, I, I think not. No, there's just not. I don't. It's not even possible. There's no way they're going to get rid of him. Uh, I mean, the guy went 13 and three this year. He's right. never missed the playoffs. I mean, never out of losing season. They missed the playoffs, I think, three times in his 11 years. The Roonies give a lot of rope. And, you know, we all watched Cowher struggle for years, you know, in the late 90s, not be able to. He lost four home AFC championship games, Cowher did. So, right. I mean, there's definitely not a change coming out of the head coach. At the head coach. So you think that it's more uh, coordinator-based then? Yeah. I mean, I think the only change that will probably happen will be probably be uh, Randy Fitchler will the quarterback coach will be promoted and then obviously Richard Mann I expect him to retire um, probably before the weekend as they head to Hawaii on Tuesday to coach in the Pro Bowl but I expect Butler to be back as the defense coordinator uh, but you know we'll see what happens right um, as far as um, personnel goes uh, speaking of changes does uh, do the Roonies try and, and sneak the uh, the franchise tag on Bell? Do they try and test those waters? What what, what happens with him? Uh, I don't know if they – I don't know what they're going to do as far as contract-wise, what number they'll throw at him. I'm sure they're going to talk to him about it. I don't know if he would be okay with a $17 million, same type of contract that Antonio signed last year. Uh, if not, I, they will definitely franchise tag him Again, I don't think they're afraid of him saying he'll retire or sit out the season. I don't. I truly, I don't believe he would actually do that. I think we'd probably look at the same situation we had again this year, right? Where he, he missed his training camp. You know, if they can't come to some kind of resolution, but you need to have Bell back if you're gonna. If Ben's gonna play, uh, James Conner, I, I don't think he's ever gonna be a starting running back. Um, I think he's a good change of pace guy for Bell. But you got, you have too many other holes now with Ryan Shazier's injury. You're gonna have to go out and get a middle linebacker. Uh, I expect them to move on from uh, Mike Mitchell, uh, 8.1 million dollar cap hit this year. If they release him, they can save over five million. Um, they're gonna have to do a lot of restructuring of contracts because um, I believe on OverTheCap.com they list us as going into the offseason over the cap, which we haven't had to deal with in a few years. But I think Ben will have to – they're going to look to give Ben an extension that will knock his cap hit down. I think he's a $23 million cap hit or something this year. It jumps up from $18 million. You know, they're, they're, they're have a lot of work to do this offseason. It's going to be interesting what they do. It, the free up the money to pay Bell $14 million, the franchise is, is going to be working itself. So they, they have a lot of work. Holbert, they're going to have to get to work here soon. And so- that's, they signed Mike Hilton today. A one-year deal. Uh, I mean, that's a minimal money, but you know they're they're getting an early jump on some of these things. So, uh, going into the draft, is there anyone uh, specifically with um, who you named in the roles that need filled? Is there anyone that you think is more um, probable going into the draft of of us picking up? Are there any um, ideas of of who we want there, or is it just you know whoever's on the board at at those positions? Um, I mean, truthfully, I haven't I haven't uh, divulged too much into the draft yet about anything. Um, I think with Ben, with Ben saying that he wants to play three up to three more years or more, that changes your strategy a little bit. You know, and dealing with Ryan's injury, that changes things. We you know we don't know what's going to happen with him. Obviously, they're going to 
obviously he's probably not going to be ready to go at the beginning of the season. If he can ever play again or walk, I mean, first and foremost, we want to be able to walk, right? And you know, live a healthy life. You know, I don't want to get put the cart in front of the horse here, but if he ever plays again, I would expect it wouldn't be till at least halfway through the season of next year. But uh, yeah, like I said, I haven't looked into that yet. Uh, we'll have to cover that on the future episode here. If I'm Shazier, I I have to have a really really tough conversation with myself and with my family if uh, if you know to even decide to come back. I mean that's that's such a, a tough thing when you go from you know being a a pivotal point on one of uh, you know the one of the biggest Super Bowl contenders um, to not knowing if you're going to walk again. You know what I mean? That's a that's a pretty big 180. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how, uh, how that all plays out. Um, as an overall, uh, as an overall look, um, from that Jaguars game, in your opinion, which, which is worse letting the Jaguars score 45 points or is it putting up 42 points and losing? Uh, I think you have to look at the defense giving up 45 points. Uh, you know, they hadn't done that all year. You look back at the Patriots game and they, they shut down the Patriots, you know, to 28 points or whatever the final score was. I don't remember. Yeah, but, yeah. and then 45, well, 38 points on defense to Blake Bortles. I mean, pretty disappointing. And the guys are wide open. It wasn't like these were long, you know, drives where they pounded it down our throat. They were just throwing it to wide open guys who were running for long distances with no one around. They're blown assignments, unprepared. It was embarrassing. Now, if uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I did uh, see a stat. So speaking of, it sounds like you know the the defense uh, is obviously your more problematic takeaway from the game. Um, there were no sacks in that game. Yeah, I don't believe there was any. Nope. So he had all day to pass every yeah. time. Uh, and usually that was uh, that was one of the uh, the big things that we had going on all year, where you know we did have some breakdowns in the secondary, but we you know could cover it up with um, you know our D line. So what does that um, or is, like is is that an alarming factor moving forward? That that stat in that big of a game to go and. Uh, get the next round to the AFC uh, championship? Or is that just, you know, kind of how it goes on, you know, a day that uh, a lot of breakdowns and things just weren't going our way? I mean, I certainly don't think it, it's going to be some kind of trend where Cam Hayward and Tua play down in the playoffs or something like that. I think you have to look at the scheme and the way they were set up to play the game. Obviously, they were set up to fail. Uh, but everybody – was pretty much non-existent on defense. T.J. Watt, Bud Dupree, you know, Hayward, uh, Tewitt, Hargraves. Uh, I just watched a clip a little bit ago. L.T. Walton was in the game. He got pancaked by uh, somebody. Bud Dupree got pancaked by Mercedes Lewis, a tight end, on uh, the one touchdown run by uh, Fournette when he ended the close end zone and early in the game that's problematic uh, and that can't happen you yeah, can't be getting yeah, yeah. <laughs> and take by a tight end if you're about to pray you have to set the edge so what um uh, we we talked a little bit about the draft some of the uh the takeaways uh of the game what um 
if if you could change one one thing about that game um from like a a moving forward standpoint so if you could change um maybe personnel a call with someone uh that is a problem that you could fix moving forward is there any scenario that that you can think i know that's uh kind of poorly worded but uh, maybe a, a personnel change that would have been the difference in the game that you can think of that might be something that the Steelers have coming up on the horizon. I mean, we probably touched on this a little bit earlier, but Ryan Shazier played in that game, probably changed his whole structure of the game. They needed somebody in the middle to stuff Fournette, and they didn't have anybody. They didn't have anybody that could you know, be the hammer, the tackling machine right. all over the field. And Sean Spence just isn't good enough, plain and simple. Yeah, Fournette, he, he was brutal. He was just absolutely brutal on us that whole game. Vince Williams gives you his whole heart and everything. I love Vince Williams, and, you know, I thought he had a, an amazing season. But he's not Ryan Shazier. Right. So, And it's not like they had Timmons playing beside Williams. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right, right. You didn't have do like something that. With that. Just, just, they don't – they need something there. That, that could have changed the whole game. If you look at – if it was – be one play that could have changed it'd be the Ben fumble to me if that doesn't happen I think we probably win the game last thing that I do want to touch on is uh the onside kick call do do you let that happen do you go for that onside kick the first how much time was left like two minutes 47 seconds oh no yeah two minutes and 10 seconds so do you with how bad the defense played that whole game do you have to go for that onside kick there, or do you let them rise to the occasion, play renegade, get them fired up, and let you know what I mean? Um, I was screaming to kick it off. Um, I can see Tomlin's side of it that they hadn't stopped anybody, and they had just played renegade earlier in the fourth quarter, had him on a third down and long, and they give up that swing pass to Yeldon, and he went 50 yards, you know, down to the 20 yard line. Oh, they um, did play Renegade on that play? They played it that, that drive. Uh, yeah, so the first two plays, they stopped him. The third down, yeah, the place was rocking. <clears throat> I, I don't know. I, you know, 15% is all onside kick conversions in the last so many years in the NFL. That's all that have been successful. Um, I don't know. You know, what are you going to do? Right. I, I probably would. I wanted him to kick off. But I can see Tom one side saying that the defense couldn't stop anybody so they wanted to try it i mean it it's very in character he's been known in the especially in the last couple of years with fourth downs two-point conversions and onside kicks he's he's putting the pressure on but um it it always uh doesn't pay off in in the steelers favor that's uh that's all i have buddy is there is there anything that uh that you guys have coming up at uh steeler nation anything that uh that you would like to plug no, you know, we're going to get into the offseason and work here and uh, try to get some things set up and hopefully uh, get some guys on for uh, the Steeler Nation podcast here. Um, everybody, make sure you guys check that out at SteelerNation.com. SteelerNation.com. Yep. Thank you for having us on here. Yeah, man. I uh, I appreciate you uh, taking the time. We'll, uh, I think I mentioned to you about uh, having you guys on when we start the bar tour coming up here in the next couple of months so i'll uh, i'll be reaching out to you about that we'll uh we'll get ty the uh the wristband so we can get him in get him a pepsi yeah for sure all right yes. right on all right man 
Again, thank you so much, everyone at Steeler Nation on Twitter. Justin, thank you so much, buddy. We'll talk to you. All right. Thanks a lot, man. And a listener of mine sends me a little poem, which went like this. He ran 93 like a bat out of hell, and no one could see how he rambled so well. Twas easy, said Andy, and he flashed a crooked smile. I was snapped on the fanny by the terrible towel. Again, uh, big thank you to Justin for coming on. Uh, that was that was a big favorite to us. So um, shout out at Steeler Nation on Twitter, dude. He had a lot of really good takes on where we were at moving forward. We did that interview on um, on Tuesday, and we're just airing this episode. It should <coughs> it should be out um, this evening, uh, January nineteenth, and pretty much everything Basically. of. Everything that he said has happened this week. All right. We, uh, we do have one, one question for our favorite segment. Our, uh, our viewer emails and call-ins. If you're emailing in, it's moreaboutnothingpod at gmail.com. Or if you're leaving a voicemail, call up 412-444-8531. Uh, for this week's... And I'm uh, paraphrasing. It was very, very long. Would you rather? <laughs> would you rather everyone be able to hear your thoughts, or would you rather hear everyone else's thoughts? Oh God, that is such a fucking tough one. I already know mine. I don't want to know what people think about me. <laughs> but if people could hear what the fuck is going on inside my head. They'd be like, oh, no wonder that dude wants to shoot himself in the face. Can't can't put that out there. So I would rather get all the hate from everyone else and everyone else's fucked up shit than everyone else hear my Yeah, but then you have shit. to fucking hear everyone's Everything. thoughts. Everything. Hold, you you, hold on. You want people to hear everything that you're thinking about? Everything. I mean, obviously, I don't Everything. want... Everything. I don't want either of these, but... Here's my thing too about hearing everyone else's thoughts. Yeah, you kind of already fucking have that. Like with between Twitter and Facebook, I could fucking tell you every single person's fucking thoughts that I know. I mean, and that's annoying as fuck. Now I need to fucking hear your thoughts even more. I don't know. I can't even escape your fucking thoughts. I don't know. In real life, at least if you're hearing my thoughts, it's kind of like, well, you know, you just fucking got the honest truth about what I think. So, fuck it. I'm not. I'm letting everyone down easy, you know. I I have to strong disagree. I'm not. I'm not letting people think that I'm something I'm not. By all right, all right, them, fair know? enough. They just they just know. Every it's t- a tough every, one. Every time you're walking around like a grocery store, and there's like my wife would definitely be pissed at me. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think that goes without saying. No, I I have to take the other one. I have to take everyone else's thoughts. I have to I have to do a hard disagree with with you on that one, man. Yeah, I don't know. I I have no. I don't know. That would just suck. I think I pr- you I'd just have just to end it. Yeah, just have to kill yourself. I just end it. <laughs> big, this is a a big kill yourself podcast. And it shouldn't be an option. And would you rather let the bomb let the uh, North Korea Hawaii bomb go off? Yeah, just send it send it this way. <laughs> send it to me. Um, again, leave your voicemails. Um, whether it's would you rather's um, 
interesting stories that that you've had in your life any uh advice that you don't want to ask any of your friends because it's like really stupid shit kinky fucked up stupid stuff we're uh we're big on that so call it in 412-444-8531 um we we ran a Twitter poll last week. We're going to start up this new segment um, where we recap uh, a TV show. We're going to start that new segment. Um, more about Glow. Glow 1. Glow 1. Glow 1. So, wow. we're, uh, we're going to be recapping two episodes for uh, <laughs> the foreseeable future of the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. <laughs> Dude, that's a great show. I fucking love that Dude, show. Dude, honestly, I haven't looked any anything into You're gonna it. You're going to love it. I feel like this is going to be, I'm going to watch one episode and be like, my fucking co-host just trolled the shit out of me. I <laughs> know, <laughs> dude. I'm telling you, this is a great show. You're going to love it. All right. I'm well, pretty sure you see some solid tits like first 30 seconds of the show. All so. right. Well, I'm not too mad about it yeah. then. That'll do her. Again, um, big shout out to Justin and at Steeler Nation on Twitter. Um, Ev, your uh, your Twitter, it's still, yeah, at, uh, at More About Evan. Mine, at Real Mr. Mohawk. If uh, if you guys can basically search more about nothing pod uh, on Twitter, ours will show up. But it's at M O R E A B T N O T H N P O D. Give us a follow on there. Um, any feedback that you guys have, um, follow it. Do the stuff. Do the things. Appreciate you guys. Have any last words? Uh. Not too much, but good luck sleeping, Steve, because you drank about 50 fluid ounces of Red Bull. 70. So good luck with, uh, you know, staying awake for the rest of the week. We'll see you guys next week. Cheers. Nuts in the flow is too. Niggas come up a little bit and they go get new. I ain't changing, everybody know this dude. I mean, I got a lot better and my dough just grew. Let me get them say Chill, trip, bro, it's cool. Animal, I belong in the Oakland suit. So it's true. Young boy swag is ridiculous. You ain't need to have a camera just to picture it, but hey. C-A-E from the key till I can't breathe. I take trees and make paper like recycle. I hide in Eiffel, fly in Michael. You couldn't walk a mile of my J's though. I'm still connected to the street like a payphone. The money keep calling like your bitch. And every time it do, I answer like this. something